وتصير خدودي حمرا <تصفيق> وتصير خدودي حمرا Hello everyone, you are listening to Talking 20s. What is up? Where two girls talk about being 20. Guess what? They're in their 20s. So I am speaking on behalf of my po- uh, my co-host today, Juju Lavia. She is here spiritually, but not physically. Do not fret though. We have two amazing guests. They are in like, I was going to say <laughs> incongruable, but that's not a word. What am I thinking of? Incomparable. There we go. Two amazing guests. Okay, please say your name, the one with glasses <laughs> first. Hi, my name is Hala. <laughs> And hi, my name is Hadra. <laughs> That is hilarious. Okay, I was going to be like, <laughs> my first actual question to this was to avoid an awkward, uh, an awkward like introduction. I'm going to ask a question um, to start us off. But before we begin, guys, this episode is titled Selfness, not selflessness, because fuck that. No, it's entitled Period. selfness and it's really about communicating or learning slash understanding about yourself so your future self can hear it, yeah? So to start us off, my question is going to be, uh, what did you do on your 20th birthday? Because this is talking 20s. So what did you do on your 20th birthday? <laughs> Both of them looked at oh, each I other. Know what you did on yeah. your 20th Yeah, because you were with me. So um, <laughs> on the actual day of my 20th birthday... I went to work and uni and it was it's such a normal Sounds day so for fun. me. Um, but Hajra the night before and when the clock hit 12, she was with me on her. She just randomly came over. She didn't know it was my birthday, but I told her and we ended up doing a mini birthday activity, which included making crepes. Um, <laughs> that is and so Which were so cute. bad, but it was the effort that counted. <laughs> and I didn't want to, do something for my birthday just because um palestine was in the peak i mean it still is the peak but it was in the just the peak of going through the things that it is in Gaza especially and i didn't genuinely have the energy or um just yeah the energy to do anything but having hajra there on the 12th on like 12 o'clock and just us fucking around and doing making crepes in my non-stick pan That is that's very that's six. That's very clearly that is very sticky. <laughs> um, was was yeah, it was great and and yeah, and that's okay. how I, that's how I turned twenty. Twenty. What did you do on your twentieth? I just want to say I did this question to again like introduce people to you without being awkward, and that story tells so much about like Hodge as a person. So oh. that's really cute. <laughs> She's crying. Um, um, what are you doing on your 20th? <coughs> on my 20th birthday, I had a very normal day. I was back home and I was with my family. And basically, my sister um, got me a hoodie that said youngest sibling. Cute. And then on the back, it said, can't you tell? <laughs> and <laughs> my sister's got... Nice <laughs> and then she got 20 letters from like... Like she made family and friends write letters for each year of like that i was alive basically so adorable happy birthday and like she took me to the beach like my sisters both of them and like they made me read each letter that's so cute and like a lot of them made me cry so much i still have them with me like i brought them to london with me but i haven't really had the like it's just so much you know like so many people saying so many things about you but like i kept them just in case like ev- i ever need to read them 
Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Okay, so I don't. This is interesting because I asked I asked the girls for our audiences um, what is like a word or a thing they want to talk about and have the focus. And Hadra said kindness, keeping your peace. And Hada didn't do her homework, you know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, but there I is was going through there it. There is an interesting. <laughs> there is an interesting topic though for Hada. I feel like we just kind of talked about in our pre-pod sesh, which was like respect. Which I like because I think it's an interesting word. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to make those the highlights. I'm going to start with one of my favorite things to ask people because people are so different is what do you define? I'll start with Hodge, let's say. What do you define um, or like how do you understand keeping your peace or how do you define that? Or what does that mean to you? In another word. <coughs> I'm so not used <laughs> to people wanting to listen to me. <laughs> why? oh this is so weird um keeping my peace i think for me right now just means um breaking away from what i thought like from the perception of like others in terms of like how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to rest or how you're supposed to like act during the day or like you know whatever and like actually finding your true answer to those questions rather than getting answers from other people or like instagram and like you know that whole idea of like the way it's supposed to be and the way you're supposed to be keeping your peace rather than then yeah what actually is and i feel like discovering that for each person is really looks really differently that's why i think it's a good thing to discuss because everyone has different ways of like someone like i feel like some people have already figured it out for me it's like it's just starting like that whole journey is just starting because and i agree so much because i feel like there is the thing of like um, knowing something and then knowing that you know it. Does that make sense? Like, like I know something, but then I don't think about it so much. And when I think about it, I'm like, wait, is this? Do I actually believe this? Blah blah. blah. So I think that's such a thing of like when you're when your light turns on about that. Um, okay, so I'll shift the guys. By the way, we have only two mics. So one's with me and one's with the girls. Cause I, <laughs> so I'm um, we're shifting mics. So if you hear anything, it's that. Um, so let's shift the question to Hala and kind of building off of that. Do you think you're good at keeping your I peace? I thought of starting this off by saying that I'm the queen of keeping my peace. So true. I, I think, Why? How? how? I think it started in sort of high school where I genuinely for the first time ever ex- like explored and figured out that the only person in this life that or thing or whatever that matters and is going to be with you till the day you die is yourself and your soul and your just human experience and so to keep that as sacred as you can and to keep that as um, isolated as you can from negative energy negative people whatever is should should be everyone's goal in life genuinely and so um yeah i started ridding myself of things that i love that yeah just ridding myself of things that don't matter to me even i mean i think it's i think it's so easy for us to think that certain things matter Mm. but then if you look at the if you look at the core they don't matter to you they maybe matter to society matter Mm -hmm. to your parents matter to your friends matter because you're yeah because that's the way it's been but when you actually look at the core of that thing and what it means to you and the value that it adds it genuinely does not matter and i have become a pro at prioritizing 
what matters to me and what doesn't and how to isolate myself not in a negative way not in a bad way but just how to isolate myself from um things that don't matter basically i now know what matters and what doesn't and what what matters like what do you, if i had to ask you what is like the two most important things to you and obviously like the basics of like religion and yeah you know so yeah for, uh, for to me personally the first thing that matters is religion um anything that takes away from my religious identity anything that acts as a hindrance to my religious practices is instantly something that does not matter um and i i mean it's harder it's easier said than done but i try to kind of keep that the number one thing secondly i i'm personally i'm a person who feeds off of other people's energies in the se- in a good in the sense that my friends and the people around me are the it's going to sound dramatic but they give me life if you know what i mean so my s- the second thing that matters is to me is uh, for me is to make sure that the people i surround myself with are people that add value to my life people who i also add value because it's a mutual thing and um that yeah we're on the same wavelength and i don't think that's easy at all but i do think but I, w- when i do find people who are like that such as you guys i will go to the depths of the earth to preserve that relationship as much as i can and to value it and to give it the energy and time and effort and <laughs> keeping my and i i think i just steered away from the question but keeping my peace is to make sure that anyone who doesn't add that value can have can be at an arm's length i'm not gonna boycott you i'm not gonna <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> as long as they're not on my follow list girl go ahead no no, no. it's it's <laughs> which they're it's not, not it's not no it's it's genuinely not in a bitchy way but if you don't add that value i'm not gonna i'm gonna give you like the bare minimum of effort and time and energy and that's number one thing of keeping your peace by the way don't give the same energy to all the people you quote unquote call friends that's the number one thing that sucks and en- people's energies out by the way is when you pretend that everyone you know around you has this, the same um, like value or the same importance in your life and so you give the let's say 100 kindness to all of these people mm-hmm. even though you that's not even though these people might not necessarily be harmful that is one thing that genuinely ruins your peace i was actually thinking about this because i had a lot of like um events that happened even recently you know like one interaction after the other which is just kind of like sour because like you you do really big favors for people like that don't necessarily ask for it or don't like need it but you know i was you give so much yeah yeah and you know like um like to give an example like i there was an event that was like very no we're not names names. girl name it (laughs) there's a very exclusive event that doesn't even have signups for like a thing I'm organizing. Because, yeah. by the way, uh, Hodge, guys, uh, <laughs> owns everything, is a queen of everything, and <laughs> no. literally the <laughs> busiest bee in the, in the bee have. And, and it was really exclusive. And, like, we went to, like, a lot of lengths to, like, get it done and whatever. And and then, like, there were we told the law firm where we were organizing it that they're, like, we would have, I don't know, X amount of people. So there were more spots on it. And so, obviously, like, the first people I reached out to were, like, my closest friends. But then after that, it wasn't even necessarily people that were nice to me or people that I liked, but it was like people that like I think would benefit from it or like you know just um, to help out because like I would want that as well, you know. And so I, I texted a fr- like a person who like was friendly to me but not my friend, you know. And I was like, hey, like you know, this is the situation. Like if you want, I can squeeze you in. And they were literally just like, yeah, thanks. This is my name and last name, basically. And, like, no thank, like, no, they didn't show, like, any 
gratefulness for like the lens I went to to like add them in like which is just an example of like how like I really thought through like okay why do I keep doing this for people that like won't really reciprocate that energy or like won't appreciate it as much what sorry just to like no go ahead um what you were about like something that made me think about like me and Hala being so different in this sense sense but from the outside like the way we act is like so similar yeah you know what hun- I mean? that's exactly true yeah it's like no like yeah okay we have all of these differences or whatever but like at the end of the day like we're so compatible as well yeah or like if to a third person like if there were like a person i don't know a situation we would probably handle it very, in a very similar 100%. way even though our approaches to life like are like different. our thought process is different but like the yeah. outcome will always be the same yeah like that's what happens with good people 100 and like same with gala you know so that's it's so true but it is it's so true so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna ask a question that's kind of similar to this of what this is all okay what do most people misunderstand about you just on that wavelength i have a really bad memory guys so let me just take a oh, few seconds no genuinely i don't know i, I genuinely don't know um <laughs> um what is misunderstood about me what is what do most people misunderstand about you i can yeah, I can, I can, I think I have a good answer. Um, I think it's my approach to communication and how honest and transparent I can oh, be. Oh, that's good. I do not like to overthink about what you're thinking. I don't like to overthink about what the meaning, I don't like to read between the lines. I have troubles understanding when you're already speaking to me <laughs> in pure transparent language. So for you to, no, I'm not on this, <laughs> I think I, I genuinely think I, mu- I might have ADHD or something. I don't know, impression. but we're not going to talk. That's, I feel like you that's do have ADHD. Thank you so much for that. You just no, but everyone, my life Everyone that I know has ADHD. <laughs> okay. Guys, oh my God. Can I just sidetrack for one second? Of course. Once I went to a guy I really liked in the library, and like I got so nervous when I was talking to him, and he just interrupted what I was saying. He's like, do you have ADHD? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Like, oh my god. Yeah, I promise. Like, I went up to him. What I was did like, you Hi, s- how are you? I'm drinking the string club. And he's like, Do you have ADHD? <laughs> what did you say? I was like, uh, No. <laughs> oh my god. I, I feel like I should have said yes. I feel like that would have validated me more. <laughs> Anyways, oh my yeah. god, that's so. Um. Danielle, if you're hearing this, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> Just kidding. that's so funny sorry yes we're talking about you having ADHD yeah yeah. so I appreciate directness more than the average person and I um I I manifest that and I am super direct super honest super transparent I will communicate everything what is misunderstood about my approach is that people some think that I'm doing this um in a confrontational hostile manner even though that's not the point i just want us to be on the same page because i hate mis- misunderstanding like, i hate misunderstandings and miscommunication and like oh no sorry you you were thinking xyz and I, and I was thinking abc like yeah. that's absolutely not i'm not i can't deal with that also i like the whole thing of like walking on eggshells around someone yeah really stresses me out. yeah like i will cut like i don't i don't mind genuinely you shooting me in the face um okay maybe not really but like <laughs> Let's quote that. <laughs> I don't mind you shooting me in the face. No, but like I don't mind someone who is like angry at me to kind of be overtly showing it than to like be faking shit. And like, I hate that. Oh my God. It reminds me of a little someone that I won't name. Um, Please name. 
my no, <laughs> oh <laughs> Of like that thing of like you're just <laughs> you guys clicked on the same time. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> um, anyways, of the thing of like yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> of having that thing of just not knowing where everyone's at, or you're too scared to talk about this because they're yeah. gonna get angry. Or yeah. like I hate that. I love clear and transparent. And yeah. anyone of my family listening to this, they're gonna know. Like they're gonna listen to you saying, and they'll be like mm. copy paste same. I have to say. Sometimes Hala's tone does seem confrontational. <laughs> Jane, <laughs> like no, but that's you can be transparent, but you can say yeah. it in a really nice way. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like I don't think I think you're no, like she's not. She's not saying no, you're like I don't she's have, because I feel like the like something fundamental about Hala is like she does not she is not a people pleaser. Yeah, like she doesn't give a fuck. Like she doesn't do things to please others. Yeah, you know, and so in that she also won't like consider. Like, if she wants to say something, she'll just say it the way she wants to say it. Yeah. And doesn't, like, because the content isn't bad. Yeah. You know, I know what I mean? mean? But she won't go Also, out she of her doesn't way. mean it in a bad way. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's just objectively, like, something she's <laughs> saying, is, right? I, get it. I feel so hurt right yeah, now. Oh, 100%. No, no. Yeah, no like, but I know exactly what you're but, saying. But, like, there's a, there's a sweet, polite way to say things <laughs> that I think she just, like, she doesn't really care about. Hala <laughs> reminds me kind of myself of, like, of in a way of a thing of like when you say something and you mean it in a way you just automatically assume people will get understand it in that way but you do have to because i get that you do have to step out and be like okay this is what i mean but how would they know this is what i mean you know what i mean no like i think i think it's really valid i've never been that type of person that's like oh i'm just like this accept it yeah you know like i've always been like i'm a very big people pleaser so like i'll try to (laughs) i'll try to like adapt my thing yeah to the other person's like perception and try to be like as considerate as possible yeah. towards how they'll feel about something right so like sometimes it'll take away from like my who i am which that's why i respect how that's way so much yeah more. or so what much, you actually you know? want to say you know what i mean yeah is, or is that what you so mean? like i'll i'll like get a long-winded like way of saying like please stop yeah <laughs> i'll be like i don't really know yeah, <laughs> like, maybe um i don't <laughs> I know this is your way and it's really nice and like but like you know, don't shoot me you. in the face <laughs> and like if there were any other time I would have yeah but la 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 and Hala would be like I'm not gonna do it sorry I love you yeah but I'm not gonna do it yeah <laughs> <be> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like both things are good are valid again there's a balance there's a balance the, the reason why I'm so emotionless in my approach with mm. honesty is because I. Deal with it in a logic in my head okay this is obviously it's in my head i am communicating to you with pure logic and logic is a universal language according to (laughs) philosophers therefore therefore to me we are on the right we are on we're on the same page because i'm using pure logic objective facts yeah. not my emotions not how i'm feeling i agree 100%. Th- that's that's my reason obviously to the bystander like kasha th- I, i'm a bitch but it's okay <laughs> no, no, no no it's no. not but i feel like some people approach these things only with emotion yeah, and you, so like you're you get lost about in translation. Mid, you're, you talk about midpoint. Yeah. You're 100 percent emotion, just 100 percent logic. You're thinking 50 50. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you two I need to combine it with someone person. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Negotiation <laughs> module. Um, okay, uh, Hodge. What is your what is um, the thing that most people misunderstand about you, hmm. or what you think? So my family, 
<laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. but my family really like they have a perception of me that has not changed for a very long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like, what yeah, it's like asking? they think that I get mad really like really easily mm. and like I throw tantrums and like oh it's you again getting mad mm. like oh yeah and like they don't know this like they don't see me in like any public setting because I didn't have that many friends mm. growing up or anyways like it was always me at home yeah. so like they don't see me in London like they haven't seen me grow yeah. into like an adult here yeah. you know what I mean so like they think I'm still like my teenage self that like oh no one understands me and like yeah you know, the angsty and, teen and, like phase. they always come to me and be like what you need to understand is you need to be like this and they'll be like you need to learn that people are like blah blah blah, blah. and I'm just like no <laughs> like I'm not that same person anymore you know and so like I remember like even in the winter this is a bit TMI but like in the winter vacations I had like a huge like fight with everyone in my family like every single person in the family was like how to shut up <laughs> like everyone and it was like I was genuinely mad you know I was sad and mad and my dad was literally like shut up <laughs> like he came up to me wait hold this he's like <laughs> this is not how it works you know and like it just i feel like it aggravates someone more when yeah. you put them in a box and you're like you're like this because it's like so relatable. like they'll they'll predict my reaction to something yeah and, and then like, they'll I'll react preemptively yeah they'll react preemptively to things and i'm like i wasn't even gonna answer yeah. that but no but it pisses me off yeah. that you think i was gonna you know Again, for context, uh, Hadra and I are the youngest, <laughs> and uh, Hadra's the eldest. So that's an interesting. And like, I think, but I think that's so true because I give so much respect to my like everyone that's older than me, yeah. in my family. Not the younger. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but like, I do give so much respect to what they think. But I think it like went to a point now, where, <laughs> where, they like they feel so entitled to tell me what my reactions mean and what the thing I'm feeling means and like what it is that I'm going through. And I'm just like, no, it's what I'm telling you it is because I kind of know what I'm thinking. So like just accept as that, like the you know? younger, youngest sibling and also having a bunch of cousins, like people will stamp you of the version that you are when you're literally in your teens. And it's like, are you crazy? Like in your, you're the most volatile as a human being when you're in your teenage years and you're telling you tying me to that. I definitely think this is a younger, the youngest sibling syndrome because I cannot relate, but I can definitely kind of see manifests of that in my. No, I agree completely. Next, since we're talking about uh, family and children, blah blah, this is this is kind of a random question, but I'll see what it brings up. What is your favorite childhood memory? I think I had a good childhood in general, um, so I can't really say a like. I don't have a f- one favorite, but my, the one that rings, yeah, it's also with my cousins, my, they're actually my mom's cousins, but they're our age, so they're our cousins too, and we were very, very close um, until sort of we went to high school, and they, they're older, so they went to uni, so that kind of, that's when it broke down, but R- Ramadan in Jordan, after um we would break our fasts. The adults would smoke argile sh- sh- uh, in the in the balcony, and we would play in the neighborhood hide and seek at night. And my grandmother and we would all um, be in my m- grandmother's house. And my grandmother had um, Christian neighbors, 
in Jordan and they didn't have Ramadan obviously so their days and their nights would be days and nights in Ramadan your nights become days and you just spend that's where the social interaction happens so we would be playing hide and seek in the loudest screeching noise ever and we would ca- we do the counting on the wall of the Christian neighbors' houses, and so they would hear all of that, they probably and they you would, out so much. yeah, they would call my grandma, my grandmother, be like, hey, like <laughs> they're making so much noise, and my grandmother would like very kindly tell us, like, guys, like tone it down a bit, but it's just that feeling of not having a single care in the world, but where where am I gonna hide? <laughs> what? Where am I gonna hide? How am I gonna control my voice to not disturb the neighbors? And what ice cream am I going to get from the supermarket when we're all done? Nothing mattered but those three questions. And just thinking about our gang brings back so many memories. Um, And now we're not close anymore. We barely see each other. um, But it's a memory that I will hold very dear to my It'll always be special. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) that's your favorite childhood memory (laughs) beatboxing Um, in front of my family i was actually like i i was thinking about it right now and i think my childhood was really good until i moved to italy when i was seven and then i just got a lot of anxiety and like depression i think i was a very depressed child because not for like not specifically for any reason other than (laughs) so there's a reason Um, (laughs) my parents didn't speak italian so when i was seven and i learned the language like it made a lot of responsibility go on my shoulders rather than theirs so like a lot of figuring out stuff whatever whatever so like before that when i used to live in iran i had a very nice like carefree childhood which i don't think i did when i went to italy so anything pre seven years old may it what, what is your favorite memory right now like recent memory like 21st birthday yeah like 20s memory yeah my 21st birthday was so nice i was actually thinking about it i went to no i always have i think i manifested into the world that i always have good birthdays i i mean (laughs) i went we went to my family went to dubai for the weekend to celebrate my birthday and we got like a little place like a little villa thing celebrate my birthday we played really fun games and it was like my cousins and my brothers and it was i just thought about it the other day and i literally started bawling my ass and crying i'm like what this gratefulness that people literally did such a thing for me like i've never had a party i've never you know i always just kind of go out and enjoy myself and i don't need a party but like the fact that people did that and put money and put time all these people are employed like you know what i mean to for me just for me like that was so cute like that's what the first thing that came into my mind for sure i mean it's selfish what about you hello you know the funny thing is that even though i have a bad memory with events i have a a strong memory with feelings and emotions and i something in my head is telling me that i felt really 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 good a few days ago but i can't remember what what is the thing (laughs) what the thing is that triggered it i'm i'm dead serious right now i know for a fact that i can pull something out from like recently but i just can't remember it 20s memory loss (laughs) (laughs) alzheimer's that's when it all goes downhill, guys. <laughs> um, recent memory. I like how I asked the question without having an answer to it. Like, I think one of my favorite memories was... Like, it's not specifically a time, like a specific event. But I think, like, getting to know you guys better like was like a big part for me. Because I've never had good friends ever like unless it was someone that's in love with me <laughs> but like other than that, 
you know and like now when i tell someone oh i'm going i'm gonna be with the girlies today they like don't even have a doubt of like who that is that's so cute because like it's you guys okay um just gonna go back to answering the question because i remember what the thing is and you'd be happy to hear that it's when we watch the movie spontaneously because we uh the movie is called anyone but you i think anyone yeah it's the one with sydney sweeney and glenn i don't know what his name i think i'm gonna elaborate it wasn't just i think what was special about it was how spontaneous it was and how um liberating it felt to be able to leave the house whenever i wanted go do something without planning without anything with a person that i love and it ended up being genuinely one of the best nights of this academic year because i've had a rough year not not filled with fun um as compared to last year but we're not gonna talk about that so yeah just that night we literally spent like two three hours outside in total it wasn't a long outing no it was so sweet yeah we we literally went to a movie and left so short so sweet but it was so just pure raw fun yeah and vibes I agree. Yeah. I've never done that before of like that thing of like, hey, want to go to a movie tomorrow? Yeah, cool. Let's go. <laughs> like it was, yeah. you know, I agree. I like that. It was really cute. And also the movie was so the cute. The movie was great. And I'm single. Yeah. Me too. That's sad. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Me too. Hajj again literally runs the country <laughs> and seven other countries. So she unfortunately <laughs> could not do it. This girl, yeah, she's vice president of the Law Society, and not she's kicking ass. <laughs> not for long. I mean, like graduating. Really, you're not getting fired. Denial. <laughs> mode like 100 percent denial mode Probably and like yeah. i i'm denial mode that i'm gonna never see you guys again <laughs> fuck off. shut the fuck up literally what the hell's <laughs> wrong with say you that again to me yes also like no we're gonna do grad trip yeah i'm like my mom has already said that you guys are welcome and i won't ask my mom no <laughs> <laughs> no seriously no we need to go to italy fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay, about about the last. Like, I was gonna ask another question, but I kind of lo- love because we've been talking, guys, before this podcast, and we've been really talking about how much you're gonna miss it. What, wh- like, I don't want to say why are you gonna miss it. I'm gonna say, um, yeah, why? Like, why are you gonna miss it? What about it makes you feel sad? This like, is my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, girl, tell! I'm so I curious. Oh, oh, oh. it's like every. Oh my god, like. I oh, I think it was just such a big learning curve. Like it was the first time I got a lot of responsibility for something bigger than me, you know? And yeah. like so much money is involved. So much reputation is involved. And like the fact that it was such a big part of my undergrad, like mm-hmm. people know me because of that. Like people still come up to me. Guys, her picture is like, in the common room. <laughs> she's forever. People still come up to me and they're like, oh, I voted for you. Like literally two days ago, a girl really in the praying cute. room was like, oh, I know you because I voted for you last year. And I was like, that's, that's so amazing cute. for those. Thanks so much. But like, I think it really shaped my identity in law school. Because like a lot of things that I am like, yeah, like it started off by that, you know, like. Mm. It was such a big step for me. And, like, it happened in such a random way. Like, I didn't even know what Law Society was. And then, like, I just ended up there randomly and, like, decided to, like, do it. And, like, I think it's, like, definitely luck, you know? I don't think I'm necessarily super, like, better than everyone or, like, you know, that I deserved it more than other people. But I just think that, like, it was the first time that I saw that, like, 
it the, the effort i put into something is directly proportional to like what i get out of it yeah and like so a lot of times it doesn't happen like in the real world it won't happen yeah. and i know that yeah. no but like why? in this because like you know with jobs and stuff like it's a lot of like luck and like right place right time right person whatever but like here it was like i put effort in like getting to know the committee and like working my ass off and like caring about what's going on and like and i got the fruits of my labor and now i kind of feel like it's such a like yeah okay it's a big part for me but i also did so much for the society that like i want like my legacy to continue like i don't want to be forgotten like i want to do like an annual alumni thing like i want to go back i want to see that it grows like it's just so much more than like oh a random society at uni would you say would you say it's accurate to describe like one of the few things you feel is like proud yeah i definitely feel so proud of it because like it's something so big in my head like obviously it's not like i know it's it not is a girl it is like don't say not are like oh lost sight takes itself too seriously i definitely do <laughs> but like, <laughs> like i know it's not a big deal but it is i think it's just like for what it represents for me like mm. it doesn't have to be the same thing for other people you know it what does it represent to, for you like for me it just represents like when i started off i was graphics officer and like dot like someone would like always give me like things to do and i didn't really know how anything worked and like it was a huge learning curve and blah 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 and then to see people like to me step like to see myself step into that role of like you know because as i was telling you before like i always look up to people i always like give a lot of respect to people like you know like not only my family but like when someone's really good at something i'll be like Mm -hmm. oh my god they're amazing and like they tell me what to do and that's fine yeah and like as a younger sibling that like always gets told what to do like stepping into the role of being the one that's telling people what to because it was before my identity crisis right now where i decided that i'm not going to listen to people anymore it was like before that and like it was the first time where like everyone was recognizing me as more than like the underdog or like someone telling me what to do or like me being part of something but like a small part yeah it was like oh i'm leading this thing and now it's something i want to do in my personal life as well but like this was it just came before the rest of my like growth yeah do you think it, it had a part in like 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 in causing that growth like you think that your part in lost society was a way like reflected certain lives in your certain things in your personal life that you wanted to i like think i think it emulate? helped that people saw me in a light in a different light that i didn't see myself in and now i slowly grew into like being like oh yeah, yeah like that helped me yeah. okay, that's hey mommy yeah, so oh. it's not me being like, oh, law society is better than everyone. Or like, whatever. It's just like, it represents such a big growth. Like, as someone that's kind of on the little bit of, of outskirts of this, I always, like, look at you and I see shit on Instagram and blah, blah, blah about about you and about law society and when you were voting and all of that. And I genuinely feel so effing proud and also, like, inspired, like, I, I think when you're saying these things, blah, blah, you think that it's just you that is seeing that because it is a personal experience, but it really does. It's something that you shine. You're good at your what you do and you're doing it. And I know it sounds so simple, but that's huge. I think the fact that Haja shined like that and from what you're saying is the thing that helped her see herself yeah in 100%. the way that she was supposed to see herself. But because she had a specific childhood experience where she was the youngest, blah, blah, blah that was kind of that prevented her from seeing herself in a certain way but you know um just to, like thank you <laughs> by the way like i'm so <laughs> um but like 
I think there's also a flip side to it where it's like, I think sometimes like there's more to life than mm. like random society work. Like I think about it now and like, yeah, okay. It, what it represents for me is one thing. Yeah. But, like, objectively, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like it's a big deal for me because of what it did for me. Yeah. But like, Sometimes I feel like, oh, I could have been just living my life because like no one forced me to do like this rant. Like, yeah. OK, what is it going to be like one line on my CV? You know? <laughs> but like objectively speaking, there's no better way to like to live life off. or like That's spend your 100% time. 100 percent true that the thing of like the grass is always greener is such a fucking true thing. Like even when I look guys, I swear I do this all the time. I'm sure you guys do too or don't. Maybe it's just me of when I look on my photo album and I'm just like, oh, I wish I was. And when I was there, like let's say when I was in Portugal. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. And then when I was in Portugal, I would look at my, like, Saudi pics. Oh, I wish I was there. And I was in Saudi. I wish I was in Portugal. Like, it, the grass is always greener. And I think that's so... It's so valid what you said. And it's 100% true that you have that feeling. But again, like you said, it's always it's always going to be like that wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing with your time. Yeah. So you have to be able to, like, enjoy it and take what you can out of it. I just want to add on to what she said. Not about, like, comparing myself or whatever, but meeting Gala, meeting you has Girl. genuinely who is that bitch <laughs> i don't know fuck her meeting you <laughs> has genuinely introduced a completely new perspective of life to my life by the way um and you inspire me to do things for myself just for no reason just for the betterment of myself and you've genuinely exposed me to a new perspective on life and I could not be more grateful for that, by the way. Stop. Just taking care of your mental health and romanticizing that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. my... Why, why, how just trying to take the mic away from me, but I'm not done. <laughs> and, like, and like reading, even though that's the most basic <laughs> thing you can do, I'm but obsessed. just making things, making an effort for nothing but yourself. Because you're not. no one's going to ask you, no one's going to grade you on the book you read. Yeah. No one's going to have be like hey write an essay about this you do this just for yourself my next question is gonna be um what is a quote or a sentence or something that you heard that you love and apply to yourself and i'm gonna and this is not the most but this is a one i heard recently and i think kind of builds up what you what you were saying which is i'm gonna butcher this it's like you um you overestimate what you overestimate what you can do today but you underestimate what your future self can do and it's that idea of, um, like, method and if, or for example, if I want to do something, I want everything to be perfect. But I'm like, I'm gonna do, and I plan all these things, and then today I can't do it. But it's like you underestimate how much a little mm. each day or whatever that consistent thing you're gonna do in the future, blah blah. And why I said that, and why I feel like it brings me to what you're saying, it's about that whole thing of like the perspective of, because I feel like perspective is everything. And it's about that perspective of your life. Like, okay, what is it that you want out of your life currently? What is it that you want out of your life in the future? What is it you're going to change? Blah, 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 all of those things. Anyway, so that's a quote that I love and like. Um, and I really have recently heard it. And I've been really trying to, like, implement it. And if there is a quote, do you guys have a quote that you like? Or something that you think is not... It doesn't have to be a quote. Even it just... It could be how you view your perspective on your life. You know when you really like okay you need to pee like i'm giving you a hypothetical scenario for me it's not very hypothetical but <laughs> um and like you're out you know like you're walking home or whatever and like you're talking to your friends or whatever and you kind of feel like you need to go then you open like you reach home 
then you open the door to your house right and like the pressure always builds up when you're about to go but you aren't there yet yeah you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but like (laughs) i'm so confused like like it feels so much more intense than it did like when you were walking with your friend like once you're back home you know what i mean and it's like elaborate even though you're the you're the most closest to getting to your objective which is peeing i so don't let understand. me just re <laughs> like give you a different like quote right like it's like when something feels really hard you're most you're closer to getting oh. it done than you think you are like every time i felt like oh my struggle is so much and i'm like having such a hard time and like staying consistent is so hard it's like mm. it's because i'm closer to reaching that goal than i expect yeah. you know and like there's a quote that i really like like, which is in my room um oh. which is like the wind is always strongest at the top of the mountain oh you know because like when you're actually doing well and when you're actually like struggling and like putting effort like it's gonna feel the hardest but like you have to remember that you're at the top of the mountain i love that I've so like if you're that. really really struggling you're just about to pee <laughs> but like you don't know <laughs> That's the takeaway. <laughs> I was so in the mouth. It was like so crazy. And it was windy. I was imagining it and then she said, you have to pee. <laughs> but I love that. I've never heard that before and I love that. Mine kind of relates to Hajra's. Um, it's in Arabic. I think it's in, the, I think it's in the Quran, I think. And it's, I really hope I don't get this wrong. Um, Girl, you I'm better gonna, not. I'm going to translate it for you, um, It's, or something like that which means that all a person has or all the all the all all you have to worry about is your side you're seeking when you get out of your bed every morning when you what are you kill yourself over something the outcome the goal the objective is meaningless if you don't to seek something and seek it with do it like on when you don't want to do it do it when you when it's hard when it's the hardest when you don't feel like doing it that yeah. action is what makes you you like that action is what should defines you not whether you've I gotten that mean, yeah. a- outcome or wh- if you've gotten that grade or if you kind of like all you are is, wh- is what you put in exactly it. it's the it's it's the intention but it's also the hard work that you've put in yeah and it relates to something else which and it's an i it says um so God does not, um, like waste. Yeah, the, yeah. So God sees the work that you put in, yeah. not the outcome, not whether you've gotten, I don't know, a first class degree or not. Mm. The work that you've put in is what God will never let go to waste. And so, yeah. That's period. So nice. It's so nice because I feel like uh, in the real world, yeah. like that's not seen at all. Like no one cares about the effort. It's just about the outcome. But like another thing that that reminds me of is actually I was asking Joshua, who's like a person I really look up to. He's the um, president, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> <I've lost work. laughs> he, I was like, you know, how do you do so many things that you don't feel like doing? Like you're constantly working on stuff and like you don't get burnt out. Like what do you tell yourself? Like in those moments where like, like you don't even want to do it necessarily but you know you have to and like you know there's a there's a saying like burn the ships and it's like when there was like i don't remember who it was like alexander the great when he was conquering like his his 
ships were going to like um, conquer a territory and they he knew he didn't have enough soldiers and so what he made them do was burn all of the ships once they arrived so the only option they had was to fight oh my god they couldn't run away and so like that's like similar to what hala was saying like even when you don't want to do it doing it like burn the ships i love that don't give yourself like a escape route i mean this is so amazing to hear from considering i spent the last week in bed um so this is like exactly what i need i love that i think it's just us constantly putting like not not necessarily unrealistic but just tangible goals and then procrastinating or not doing it because Mm. you fear not achieving that goal but you have to think about that what matters and what you truly need to think like what truly needs to what you need to value is the thing is you reaching that goal it doesn't matter if you know don't reach it you know you've put in the effort and that's what matters and what is yours will find you and on that very beautiful note we will close out the episode here we actually never ended up um, recording the end of it because we ordered food and made tiktoks and didn't have enough time however i want to say thanks to hadra and hala because we had such a nice conversation so much of it by the way was cut because of technical difficulties um which we've totally figured out and will never happen again but thanks to them for recording this and like posting it and stuff because it's kind of weird to record and post yourself so yeah looking forward to the next episodes and you've been listening to talking 20s